Hey, what's up, everybody? We're back for another great, exciting, long-awaited episode of I Caught It with the baby, Cam I Am. I appreciate the love, the support, the not just hearing, but listening ears to the channel. Lord, we growing each and every week, each and every time I drop. I appreciate it, the patience. We're going to get into it, man. It's the end of a legacy end of one sport transition to another great sport man we I know we in April but a lot of things happen in March man a lot of things happen in March folks get their tax returns everybody start balling for the the necessary month <laughs> pollen starts to kick everybody but me me specifically March is not a good month for me or April or May, or none of them, all the way until my birthday. That's when I started to get back happy again. Another great reason, another big thing about the March of Month is March Madness. Oh, yeah, man, March Madness. It's the, the global NCAA tournament that happens every year, the annual tournament, to see who gets crowned the collegiate NCAA boys basketball champion. So we're going to get right into it, man. The thing about it is, with the NCAA tournament, anything goes. Anything goes. As long as your team wins the conference championship or gets an automatic or top-tier bid, at-large bid, you win. And then it's just time to ball. It's not like with football where nine times out of ten, the better team wins, the most skilled team wins, the team who recruits the best wins. Yeah, all of that matters. For sure, for sure, all that matters. But, nah, basketball different, man. Basketball been different. Yeah, you got your top. It's it's team ball. It's still team ball, but the two or best players can take over a game. And the rest, the outcome of the game is not... Is not really shifted towards the team's effort, depending on what's going on. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but anybody can show out. Your team can be top one, two, or three and get took behind that woodshed against a lesser team every year in the NCAA tournament. You go home. The, the other team advances. They win. They go to the following round. We see it every year, man. Everybody has these crazy brackets, these insane brackets that, okay, on paper, this looks good. But as we see every year in the NCAA championship or tournament for that matter, that don't usually plan out. And a lot of people lose money. Like, I I ain't a betting guy at all for this type of reason. Like, I learned early on ago, if you're not playing in the games, what you gonna put some money on it for? But... To each his own, man. This year's March Madness, just like Future's hit 2014 song, March Madness, this year's edition was just as crazy on me. Just as crazy, man. You had 15C St. Peter's beating number two Kentucky. That sent the sports world in a frenzy. I remember I was at work getting a notification that 
that was that was insane. I'm glad I ain't put no money on that game because that that crushed a lot of people's brackets. I'll tell you that. And 12 Richmond upset number five Iowa. Iowa got Iowa really balling. Okay, they ain't they not gonna reach nobody's championship game, but some of the little country towns or states for that matter with all the where you see a whole lot more land than you see buildings. They produced some good collegiate sports teams, whether it be football or basketball. Shout out to Iowa for getting pretty far. But, but like I mentioned earlier, anything goes, man. Anything goes in March Madness. The, the, the oh, excuse me, the championship tournament series. I mean, like I say, from sixty-eight teams to two. From what? Six, seven different levels of tournament formatting. You get here. It's the national championship game, bro. It's the Natty. The Natty. And just like we just like we talked about, the football championship, we're gonna get into this one too. Hey, hey, ain't nothing changed. Ain't nothing changed. So like I, I last stated, from 68 to 2, you got number eight seed, the UNC Tar Heels. You got the number one seed, the Kansas Jayhawks. Two original blue bloods. Now, what's a blue blood? It's really quite simple. To me, a blue blood is a historically great team that makes up the the identity of a sport. You know, like, okay, in college football, you know, you got... Alabama's the USC's even though they've been down you got Ohio State's you know depending on if you want to throw Miami in there you know what I'm saying like they like they trash now but in the, the 80s yeah Miami was Miami was it translating that to football I mean the basketball for that matter UNC even though they're the eight seed this year they hey as long as UNC ranked and they got around mid-season to quarter-late season, if they picking up ahead of steam, they, traditionally, they, they pretty tough to, to deal with. UNC, Kansas, Indiana, Duke, Kentucky. I know they, Kentucky was another powerhouse that, you know, got beat out before, but that's just the way it goes. I mean, Ain't nothing you can really say, but these are the type of teams that every year you see in this type of type of environment, this type of tournament. So, with that being said, man, with that being said, how do we get here? The final four. The set of series of games right before the big one. The one coming on the night at approximately 8 p.m., 9 p.m., depending on where you at in America? Where you at in the world? Catch it, man. You had Kansas. You had the Jayhawks with a record of thirty-three to six. You know they busted Villanova up last week in the Final Four, eighty-one to sixty-five to get here. On the other hand, you get UNC, and that that game was crazy. That was what I think it was seventeen lead changes. That was an absurd amount of lead changes, but. That wasn't just a game, and we'll get into it a little bit later. That wasn't just a game. That wasn't just a traditional tournament game. That was UNC upsetting Duke. 
the Battle of Tobacco Road got taken to New Orleans, to the Bayou. And that was a, a historical game, man. The, story, the score ended up being 81 to 77 with a lot of good lead changes, but it was the end of an era. It was the end of an era. We'll, we'll talk about that that era in just a second. Man, like I'm saying, Duke number 18. And this is actually, this is actually the second time a number 18 is facing the number one overall team in the country. Villanova was the first team to do it. We'll see. We'll see if UNC will come up with the win. You know, they are the underdogs, but can you really call Tar Heels an underdog? They everybody's they everybody's favorite. They part of the blue bloods. The nationally great teams. Man, and, okay. Give you a quick example. You go to the barbershop. You go to the barbershop. You see the old heads talking about sports. Oh, back in my day, this team was doing this. Back in my day, this team was great. Yeah, all this. That's a blue blood. <laughs> a traditionally great team, man. We, it's on April 4th, 2022. Let's go back a year. Let's go back a year. On April 5th, 2021. Today were Hubert Davis. Shout out to Hubert Davis. Becomes the UNC head basketball coach who takes over replaces the legendary Roy Williams, who, depending on who you ask, one might say he really ain't got a dog in his fight because Roy coached, Roy had a, a, a helping in, in making UNC a juggernaut as well as Kansas. So I don't think Roy got a, a dog in his fight. He just wants to see great basketball, which that's what he's going to see. He's going to see a lot of great basketball. But yeah, man, a year ago, to this day, or maybe a day, in between the, you know, give or take, Mr. Davis became the UNC head coach. Oh, fast forward a year, on April 5th, 2022. Oh, well, April 4th for that, but tomorrow we'll see if he'll be, if he'll make even more history. It's, you know, I think he will, but I'll get my predictions later. I'm a little iffy about that though. But, yeah, man, he, April 5th of this year, he could be the first year, the first first-year head coach to lead a team to the national championship. Like, that is huge. Like, okay, well, he had a great team. He had a, again, UNC, they are traditional great team. But this may or may not be your dad's favorite UNC team. So you can't really say, Oh, who we had and who we didn't have talent-wise. You can't take nothing away from this man. Nothing. He doing it. First year to do it. Yeah, you take the blueprint, but you still got to have a chop for the coach to get there. And he did. He does. Clearly. UNC upset number two Duke. You know, them boys showed out. So, he got some chops to do it, as well as the players. We're going to see if he's going to do it, though. Let's talk about the championships in between these two these two powerhouses, man. UNC got six of them. That means you got to count on the second hand to get an accurate measurement. Yeah, the first one was in 1957. The last championship came in 2017. 
and then played for 12 of them overall. So now you see why <laughs> now you see why these folks are saying, okay, yeah, these are the boys you want to watch. Kansas, on the other hand, they got three of them. You know, their first championship was in 1952. Bill Self has won himself. Their last one was in 2008. Yeah, that's a, that's a, you know, that's a good little minute, you know, from here. You know, it's not, yeah, we in 2022. You know, that's, that's a hot little minute. But at the same time, it's 12 years. But, well, 14 years for that matter. My bad. But still, you get what I'm saying. Every year we're watching basketball, it's usually Kansas or Baylor or or Texas Tech represent the Big 12 or Texas for that matter. They, you know, they, they, they traditionally have a pretty good basketball team as well. But yeah, these type of teams, you see a Kansas, not Kansas State representing the Big 12. You know, that Jayhawk, hey, Kansas basketball is huge. Them boys only lost six games this year, man. Like... The record speaks for itself. So although the last championship they had was in 2008, they still played for 10 of them total. I mean, that's that's really big. Like, you can't really, what can you say? They're the number one seed. They're here for a reason. That's a pretty big reason. And a lot of good leadership came on this, this basketball team, so... Like I said, got, Bill Self got them boys ready. We'll see if he can win another national championship under his belt. Moving on, but not swaying too far off the pendulum. I mentioned Duke earlier. Mike Krasowski. Man, I don't know Coach K's name, but I like saying Mike Krasowski because I'm a Monsters Inc. fan. Probably like a lot of my brother and Sue's around my age. And you know the little girl, you know that body language ass? Yeah, you, you know it. Boo, boo is, boo is adorable. So, getting it all to that, man, like I mentioned earlier, and of an error. He announced, Coach K announced in June that he was, this was gonna be the last dance. And a hell of a dance it's been. I can't even, like, the guy is an ageless wonder. He's 75 years old. I think he's older than Nick Saban. But he looked like he's still in his 30s, 40s. I don't know. What's in the water down there? Gotta be something great. Gotta be something great, man. Coach K played. I'm sorry, excuse me. Not played, but coached. 42 years. 42. 42. And dude, that's at one school. And then before he got to Duke, and had a lot of legendary battles with, with Coach Roy Williams and the Tar Heels. He played, well, my bad. He coached five years at Army. He ends up, now check this out. A lot of folks don't even have a thousand friends on Facebook that they know of. Like they real deal know. Or want that half of them. Coach K out of two schools has amassed over a thousand wins. Exactly 1,202 wins with 368 losses. That's a 766% winning percentage. That is ridiculous. Dude got more wins under his belt than friends on a social media site. 
Like, do you even know a thousand? I don't even know a thousand people. Like, do you? Probably a lot of folks do, because I'm Mr. Anti-Social sometimes, depending on how early it is in the day for me, give or take. Yada, yada. But over a thousand wins, man, that's that's a lot. Like, that's true greatness. 101 NCAA tournament wins. What? You get 100 anything. You the man. I think when you turn 100 years old, the president, you know, I'm not too political, so I really wouldn't care who called me. But I mean, yeah, you get what I'm saying. 100 anything is great. $100 is great. I want $100 now. Start me off with that. I'm good. 101 tournament wins, man. That's that's historical within itself. 13 Final Four appearances. Okay, yeah. Dude been there for almost half of a century. But 13, 13 years where you take your, your team to the Final Four, that's a pretty good percentage to potentially win the Big Dance. And speaking of Big Dance, he got five of them. Five natties, man. Five national championships. And... Not only that, it don't even stop there, my guy. Six gold medals. Six of them. That's crazy. What? Six gold medals. So that's, okay. Let me put this in the back. He was so good at his craft that he was doing his thing in the NCAA with five titles. But in between those five championships, the NBA... The megastars in the NBA was like, yo, money. We got a gold medal. We trying to represent them, uh, United States of America in the basketball league in the Olympics. Hey, coach us up. What's up? This man got it. He, he got the coach. Kobe, LeBron, Melo, all them boys. All them boys. Took him to six gold medals, man. Hey, that's fire. His record speaks for itself. It speaks for itself. Like, I don't know what more I can really say about this man. I mean, it's, he's done a whole lot. Like, through everything. Like, he is Mr. Duke. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you know, I know there's Christian Leitner. There's, there's those, those, those guys, but, Nah, man, without without Coach K, hey, ain't no other way, baby. Moving on, though, who gonna replace him? Who gonna replace him? Apparently, this guy named John Shire, excuse me if I mispronounce his word or his name, he's a longtime basketball assistant to Coach K. Good old dude. He played at Duke. You know, he was on the 2010 National Championship team as a point guard. He takes over the head coach. So we gonna see. I don't know. I I got faith in him. Faith in him. I know Coach K obviously has faith in him to, you know, turn the keys of the Ferrari over to him. We gonna see. We gonna see if he still if he has the type of recruiting chops, the type of X and O chops that Coach K has. But I mean, he gotta have something because you've been watching him do his thing. That's like okay. That's like that's like the guy after Nick Saban who been sitting and watching Nick Saban do his thing. And when the time is up, 
okay, you get it, what you gonna do with it? You gotta do something. You gotta do something. Something has been has to be done. And I think it will. I think I think Coach Shire is a good a good player. He knows the system. He played for Duke. He Duke he Duke legacy. He Duke loyalty. And he wanna ring with him. So you gotta continue the greatness and win as a coach as well as a player. It just only fits in my book for a great storyline ending. Speaking of storyline ending, who wins tonight? Is it going to be the first year head coach, Hubert Davis, for the Tigers, or is it going to be Bill Self, legendary longtime coach, the Kansas Jayhawks? Man, he's been there. Man, he's been there for not as long as Roy Williams or Coach K for their prospective schools, but. Buddy been there for a hot little minute. You know what I mean? So who wins? Is it is it talent versus experience? Armando Backer. my bad if I pronounce his name wrong, that's on me, G. But a four from North Carolina, Buddy had forty-three rebounds. Forty-three boards in two games? That's crazy. That's crazy. You know Caleb Love, the guard. He gonna show some love to the rim. Hey, he flying high. Boy got a nice shot. He got a nice jumper. On the other end, they John Harris is doing. He's the leading guard for the Jayhawks. And let's see, hold on. Oche Abaji Baja. Dude went eight and nine from three over the last two games. Hey, <laughs> you can't call yourself Mike again unless you put him at the, at the forefront. Of the squad straight up eight and nine. That is the definition of precision shooting. If you ever played Red Dead Redemption and click the middle button to slow it down and hit your target, yeah, you was probably playing as this guy. <laughs> but I say all that to say, man, this is gonna be a really good game, a really good game. And I, like I mentioned earlier. Is Coach Davis going to do it? Hey, he got him this far. 29 win. Nine losses. Is he going to add one the win column or the boss column? Is he going to get Bill Self? Who is Jayhawks' last championship? It's been about 14 years, so they, they hungry. They willing and waiting for another one, man. That fourth natty. Who gonna who gonna do it? I want to go to underdog. Me being a, I feel like I'm a natural underdog in life. So obviously, I feel like I would like to root for the Tar Heels. They not really underdogs, but in this case, they are. You know, being the eight seed battling against number one. This ain't a traditional David versus Goliath matchup, but at the same time, you know what I'm talking about. I don't think they're going to do it, though, man. Hey, Kansas got some dogs, too. They got some dogs, too. And the difference is the head coaching. It's the coaching. You can have dogs, but if you got dogs coached well with experience, who've been there, not quite here because 08 oh, was the last time, but, hey, They've been knocking down. They've been raising Big 12 championships, you know, out the wazooie lately. So, 
I'm gonna have to give it to Kansas, man. I'm gonna give it to Kansas. It's gonna be a close one. Uh, expect a lot of shots to get blocked. Expect a lot of boards to get grabbed. Uh, hey, man, it's, it's here. It's, it's it's live. We live at five tonight or nine, one of them. But you know what I'm saying? Straight up, man. I got I got Kansas with the win. I think it's gonna be a close one. If I had to give a score. I go 83 to 75. 83 to 75. I wish it would be an OT game. I don't think it's going to be an overtime game. But we're going to see. We're going to see. This is this is what Vegas are made of. So what's up? Who going to, hey, who bring it home? Who going to have a team, make fan base feeling like UGA had me and, and, and my homies, you know, hyped up. I'm still hyped up from that championship game, but this ain't about me. This ain't about my team right now. Hey, come, come September, it will be. But you know what I'm saying? I appreciate it. I appreciate another great tuna audience. Thank y'all, man. Y'all enjoy it. Y'all be safe today. Shout out to Kansas. Shout out to UNC. Shout out to sports, man. I love it. This is why I do what I do. Everybody be safe today and for the rest of the week. Much love. I'm out.